Good evening. What date's today? 27th? Are we on? 26th? Yeah, we're on. And it's the big kickoff. Good evening, welcome to the big kickoff. I am Roy Shanahan and you are. Who? Oh, you're not yeah, awake? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just seeing if you're awake. You're, you're not awake. Yeah. Well, how are you doing, everyone, <laughs> on this lovely, sweaty day as usual? A great day for uh, Ireland. Bring on the winter. Huh? A great day for Ireland? Uh, it's too warm, isn't it? It's too hot. Come on, we're building up the <laughs> hockey here. We're building up the hockey. And we're putting England under pressure, which is always nice. It is. Yeah, yeah. They're they, uh, that's the quarterfinal place for the Irish ladies. Yeah, they've won two out of four. And uh, basically, it's a straight shootout then between America, India and England for a second spot. No. Uh, we've beaten America, who are the seven seeds, and India, who are always a strong... Excuse me, background in hockey and of course England, which yeah. we off the back of gold medal at the Olympics. So, like, obviously it's not GB, and but it's predominantly English side. So, yeah, they need to beat Ireland to get through. But Ireland are already there. Ole, it's like our World Cup <laughs> now. Ole, any bandwagon will do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we've a good bit to talk about today, don't we? Yes, uh, I suppose we better tip our cap to. A fellow broadcaster. Are we a bro- are we broadcasters? Are we? I think we are. Are we getting ahead of ourselves? Are we? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, a little nod to uh, Gary Gibson outside in his hundred show. Oh, one hundred. Yeah, yeah. he looks a lot, lot younger than a hundred, <laughs> but yeah, hundred today. Yeah, and just to let him know that uh, the Leeds are uh, two all against the mighty Guysley, so uh, better look next year. <laughs> the only way is up. <laughs> yeah, coming up next, it's Yaz. <laughs> so, are we going to start with a song before we tip our hat yeah, to the man that is Mr. Dunphy? got already who is it this is James Ma- Vincent McMorrow with me and my friends I think you're the best the best are we are we it's so hard to tell when nobody's breathing holding your chest your chest until we until we it's so tired that we forget why we're racing I know that you're right you're right every time every time but I fight it cause that's just what I'm like yeah And welcome back to the Big Kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. If you want to email us, it's the Big Kickoff 96.4 at gmail.com. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and um, if you have our phone number, so you can text us. We have Gary back in again. I'm, Thank r- you, I'm going to uh, I'm going to report on the Leeds <laughs> Leeds Geisley two all. Um, Geisley, I think, are non-league. Or Welsh League, or they're they're part of the Fishermen's Union Football League, or something like that. <laughs> they're up and coming now. But they're up and coming. I mean, look, look, you can only play what's in front of you. That's what the Geisley manager probably <laughs> <laughs> said. Yeah. Well, you're just taking the lead. It's three two. Three two. Edmondson. Edmondson. Yeah. Edmondson. Yeah. He is. Um, he is probably one of our best and strongest players. That, what's um, his first name? Um, Mister. Mister. <laughs> <laughs> on your head. No, no. Look, I mean, I'm I'm used to my season starting 
optimistically. Uh, yeah. And this year, I'm thinking to myself, right, this is going to be our year. We've got a really good manager, the Argentinian, can't remember his name, but you're Bielsa. Bielsa. Marcelo Bielsa, yeah. yeah. And everybody seems to be name-checking him. But I'd say... I'll be I'll be very positive and say I think this is going to be a good year for us, but I'd say Bielsa will be sacked by Christmas. <laughs> well, that's the norm. It doesn't matter how good no. they are because I thought Gary Monk was doing a really good job at least. Yeah, yeah I think I don't know. I thought when uh, Marcello or whatever your man is, Cellino was there, he yes. was bonkers, and then this other fella came in, and there was rumours that he was more calm and stuff like that, and there was a fight between the two of them. And then your man bought out Chilino. But this fella seems just as bad. But, you know, unfortunately, that's, I think, the way Leeds are going to be going for the next Albeit few I've years. I've heard a lot about this. It's Belize, is it? Or Belize? Marcello Bielsa. 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 And from what I've heard, as a coach, he's supposed to be unbelievable. Remember when Bilbao went on a bit of a run there in yeah. Europe and had Ander Herrera and a few others. And they played a, actually a quite exciting brand of football. And, of course, everyone just came and dismantled the whole team. But, obviously, it'd be predominantly a local side. I think Bilbao kind of... And you're one of them. They don't, it's very much a local side yeah. and, and Basque region, and Jesus, he had them humming. And your man, the t- again, you see, I'm I'm great on these football shows, yeah, uh, yeah. sports shows, because I say, you know, your man, the manager of uh, yeah, I do. Tottenham, yeah, him, he name checks him. Pochettino yeah. name checks right. your man all the time and said he learned everything from him which means your man has nothing left to learn and <laughs> I, I could maybe be revising so let's it bring to, him to Leeds let's, let's bring him to Leeds and he could be even gone by October yeah I know I Christmas. think it, um, you have to be a bit more positive now if, if he can bring a good positive vibe around the place it, it, eventually Leeds have to stop messing about and mm. looking about so um, this could be their best possible chance and so do you know what with Newcastle they were like that for a long time mm. and Benitez has come in and they've gone hold on we've got a good one here yeah. maybe we should just let him yeah. you know let him do Trust his stuff him. so if he if he's stepped in and he's and there's been a positive light in pre-season mm. and all you might get a settled and even if might. we beat if we beat Geisley 3-2 but no I heard that he'd had a big meeting with the the owner mm. and allegedly he said right look if I take over I want to manage the team I want to buy the players where mm. up to then lads were managing the team yeah. and Chilino and the other probably fella probably a dodgy sport director yeah, or something they or were always and now your man said I'll come to Leeds but I have to do everything yeah. I manage the team I pick the players mm. Mm. but I thought you were going to talk about Dumfo well, Dumfy Dave's going to whistle our way through it the legend that is Eamon Dumfy yeah he's finished up uh, he wanted to go at the end of 2016 and he was talked into giving another stint to the World Cup and it was announced and then he started sticking the boot in. <laughs> yeah, he well, started saying, what was it, the, the, they're, they're too conscientious or too yeah. of the Twitter brigade that yeah. they say anything. Keyboard warriors. Yeah, I, I, um, I think he just, for myself, watching it, I think he just turned into a parody of himself. Yeah. Yeah, he, ha- he eventually did. But myself and David were talking about it on, on mm. the way in today. He, we were basically talking about when he goes on to the show, he looks like he hasn't prepared and pre-game he seems to know he's stumbling over anymore. his words and making not really yeah, making up stuff not yeah. really knowing who the player is mm. not really knowing their situation in the league or anything yeah. like that and as Dave said he's better after the match because then he was he was he had something to work off mm. and uh, I he th- always looks like he's just got out of bed he actually yeah. reminds me a lot of the two of you <laughs> <laughs> that was on a Sunday morning yeah. Sunday morning Sunday mornings but uh, <laughs> no I just I just found like I think the the guys they have in now are much better yeah. you know much much more polished I mean I think they need to get rid of Brady the next generation well. are coming in and yeah. the next generation of fans Haman are coming is brilliant. in yeah. now one thing that Eamon Dunphy did say was he, he begged 
And yeah. th- with the RTE to bring Graham Soonis in and mm. Neil Lennon on a permanent deal. Yeah. They were in with them a, a few times yeah. and RTE wouldn't bring them in and now TV3 have them. Yeah. And yeah. it is missed now because if you look at who they have there, there's not. I like Diddy Haman. Mm. Yeah. But when you look. Soonis is kind of the next in line. I know you won't get him for all the Ireland matches mm. and stuff like that, but you could easily get him over for the Champions League like TV3 do. But he'd be Sadler the next in line to that type. I thought Damien Duff was very good. <clears throat> but yeah. they're, they're not. I thought, I thought Damien Duff was very good. Sadler's, Sadler. Doesn't doesn't do it for me. No, Sa- Sadler and, and Duff is. It, I tell you what, it's Diddy Haman just says it straight. Boom. Yeah. Graham Soonis says it straight. Boom. And yeah. I think the other lads just go around mm. the Duff topic. Listens and then when he talks, he makes a bit of sense. But he's very much he just sits there and lets them go. And yeah. When he really wants to, he'll come in. Sometimes you're like, what are you doing? So here? I think don't, I think what he was saying was people are probably giving out a lot on uh, about certain people and are listening rather than yeah. when they just let the three lads who was Dumphy, Brady, and Joe and they just let them go at it and that's why Suna said that it was the best panel that he's ever mm. been on because it was so open and honest free to say what you want I think people were saying that was at one of the World Cups where Sunas was on and he could see either Dumphy or Giles having a rant yeah. and you could nearly see him looking over at the other two lads suddenly realised Jesus you can actually you can, actually say, you can say what you want he yeah. was one of the England fixtures and this is what I really think about England, but these are saying it. Those, now, so that now, means now, I can't. Now, rubbish. <laughs> but they're so much better that I mean, that watching BBC is so sterile. Yeah, BBC. Yeah. Uh, BBC was the worst of them all. Yeah, because they had it was like cardboard cutouts. Too safe. Mm. They were all very and even safe. The kind of international names they brought in. Jurgen Klinsmann. Too safe. What was your man's name? Zabalette. Was it Zabalette? Zabalette. Fabregas. Same. And very Trump, straight. Yeah. Mm. We'll say the right things and it was really... The only de- the they only were British foreigners yeah. that they had on. Yeah. 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 The only decent one I thought was Ferdinand. I thought he yeah. was the best of a bad boy. And isn't that a problem? Yeah. That they had Ferdinand yeah, yeah. and he yeah. was probably the best of a bad 100%. Go, you have a little quiz, I believe. We have a little quiz here before we uh, finish on, his, on his, his, his famous rant. But uh, yeah, so basically, these are 12 famous quotes. So between the two, you see if you can figure out some of these. We're not allowed to look at the screen. No, we have uh, the screens pushed away. Yeah. So. so this is his name. Obviously, it's two words. So two words, yeah. Is a creep. The man's an idiot. And Mother Teresa. I, no, that's a terrible per- uh, no, do, do a better one no come on Brian Kerr no I can't I'm not in his Brian Kerr yeah yeah. he's a creep the man's an idiot a murder Teresa no that's really rubbish I'm not I thought that was yet, actually quite good was it yeah is that yeah, meant to be Eamon yeah. Dunphy yeah no it's murder Teresa I'll do an Eamon Dunphy next <laughs> yeah. I am going to say that that is it's going to be a manager am I right with a manager no alright it's a player <laughs> what did you <laughs> just say a player yeah it is a player yeah Ex-player Stephen Gerrard No Liam Brady No Right nationality Go on Niall uh, Quinn Ah oh yeah I should have known I was trying to think of a goody two right. shoes But This fella is a cod This fella's a cod Ronaldo Correct Ooh yeah many, many moons ago I think it was after one of the Champions League nights I think Giles started off a bit mm. Not too happy yeah, with him the And guy, then Dunphy went the, nah. guy, the guy's a charlatan Yeah He's a charlatan <laughs> <laughs> he's not a great player uh, now as for this one I, uh, you'd, you'd want to be a big fan to know because I, I forgot this guy even played ok he's, he's fat and a clown Bill a fat clown for all to see fat and a clown Irish no give us a, give us the there's a Thomas link, Brolin there's a link between us two between Liverpool, Liverpool and Leeds, Leeds. Harry Kew correct yeah. he's it? a fat he's fat and a clown Bill yeah. a fat clown for all to see yeah. No, he was. He finished. Did he? He finished very <laughs> no. fast. It was like your man who was a Thomas Brolin. Yeah. Remember yeah, he came yeah, in yeah. to Leeds yeah. and they used to shout, they used to stuff, shout yeah. at him, you had all the pies. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, would you let him drive the train to Cork? 
Robbie Keane no but I don't get where this has come from would you let him drive the train to Cork I remember yeah. that saying because I'm trying to think even in context why, why would he say about this fella he's an Irish player isn't he yeah Richard Dunn a leader know? so it has to be a leader Roy Keane so the, he became M- the leader he became the leader oh did he mm. Mick McCarthy no not Robbie Keane after him after Mick McCarthy not straight after him but not Richard Dunn oh you haven't got a Scooby Doo oh Staunton yeah would you let him try to train the car where did that come from well, probably because him he'd probably crash it yeah <laughs> probably, probably sorry I'm it. laughing I'm getting ahead of myself here <laughs> not a fellow broadcaster this is about if only he had three heads one on the end of each leg one uh, Rolf Harris <laughs> <laughs> careful now <laughs> Jesus <the> <laughs> obviously he must have been a good header of a ball but that's not a good clue so it's an Irish broadcaster yeah I don't know Ivan Yates Kevin Kilban oh. Was he a good header of a ball? Kevin Kilban Ice Cream Van <laughs> <laughs> He's actually one of the best now on BBC yeah, I think, yeah, he's, I think okay. he's really good I think yeah. we should try and get him Now the next team. one That is not the arse of a £7 million player Not the arse Yeah Is it Mark Hughes Shakiri. No John Hartson John Hartson That's mm. not the arse <laughs> You're not going to get where some of these are, but anyway, no, they should put where he belongs in the dustbin. Not going to get it. Go on. Luis Garcia. Right, don't be looking at them. Oh, we're finished. No, we're not. Because we have a couple of clips, don't we? No. Yeah. One more. One, one more. more. I've seen it. He's the guy who ran away and left his wife for a young one. Now you've ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> don't say who it is. He ran away and left his wife for a young one. Yeah, yeah. you wouldn't know. It's, no. it's, it's, and then Stephen Jared found out a nothing player. Never, never a, a truer word said. So Anyway, go on. So Introduce obviously it. he's had a few rants on, on RTE but this is the, the one that Dave's just after uh, alluding to or, mm-hmm. or saying it's the one where they were slating Roy Keane Roy Keane was only after being let go that yeah. day from Manchester United Alex Ferguson gave him the chop and they were kind of slating Roy Keane and then Eamon sort of took over doesn't showboat like Niall Quinn. This is a man who actually goes and sees sick children in hospital. This is a family man with five children who's a credit to his country and to his family. And I'm not going to listen to him being called a tug by you. I don't, don't want to hear what I Hang on a second, no, don't misquote me. I said that was written. Why are you not to this, this Because I'm saying there's an alternative view. And whose view is it? That's the, that's the view that was whose view is it? In the column on the Sunday Times. Which no, column? I'm by who? It's on the back page of the Sunday Times last Sunday. Look at it. And who wrote it? I can't remember his name. I'll tell you who wrote it. Oh. I can remember his name. Rod Little. He's the yeah, guy the who ran away and left his wife for a young one. Ah, uh, come on, no, that's the, that's sort of order, that kind of stuff. Oh, it's not you started it. I didn't. You don't even know who wrote it. I know who wrote it. This is. <laughs> you started. You started it. <laughs> it's like something you hear in the children's playground. Is it? Yeah, oh, you started man. it. But Rod Little, anyhow. Um, Left his wife for a young one. So, yeah. Seemingly, allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. Jesus, allegedly. 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 But no, listen, credit where credit's due to him. Like, he always sparked the debate whether you agreed with him or not because sometimes it was so off the wall you kind of couldn't wait to talk the next day in work. And I did that up a lot, especially after mm. Ireland. Um, was it more that they were entertainment than the actual analysis that they were 100%. giving? 100%. 
because if you look, if you look at Sky Sports now, and, and they would have a few good people who mm. uh, who would analyse the games, mm. and they'd, maybe they get the managers in and they'd break it down. The lads would never really break it down, but they'd be very controversial. Yeah. Well, yeah. I couldn't see, I couldn't see uh, Dumphy or Giles doing any of that technology. With the big screen and the no, screen, they, not a danger. They, they obviously have people and say, no, no, roll it back a bit. No, stop there. Stop, hold it right no, there. Go back, hold it right, right there, and then play. You know, whereas yeah. Gary Neville and all the lads are pushing a button and going backward look at that mm. back forward so I think in that way and then I think they tried it in the, the World Cup on RTE with the, the uh, you know the DJ yeah. man standing yeah. at that big screen that's right yeah. even Brian Kerr fair juice Brian Kerr he was able to uh, Legend. he's yeah. brilliant he, he was the reason I was watching RTE yeah. you know I couldn't I couldn't listen to um, Ronnie Whelan yeah. because one of the lads in work says he can't even say Ireland <laughs> yeah. like it's Ireland Ireland you didn't live for too long and, huh? and he's seen the ball uh, grammar really really get he's seen the ball late but like seen the he ball. would have started off as a bit of a bad guy from the late 80s early 90s when he was kind of slate jack in the style of football yeah, and yeah. everyone was out to get him but slowly but surely the more you listen the more you realise it's because he's passionate and he, mm. he loved the game he loved the sport and you can never doubt that and he's seen a few interviews on late late talking about just Ireland in general and, he and the political side of things yeah. and got very emotional yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. of times like no, it, you it can't say for, and you for, can't fault him for that for the man that he is yeah. I like him I yeah, 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 yeah. for the man that he is don't always agree with what he says 100% but then again I think I think half the time he says stuff nearly just to be it's the story yeah. but it's it was a shadow of a deal yeah. and we love doing that Look, us Irish love trying to right well listen what it. we're going to do we're going to go to a break and we will be back after that you're listening to Liffy Sound on 96.4 FM and welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM as I said before it's 0876270138 if you want to text us email us to big kickoff 96.4 at gmail.com Twitter Facebook Instagram Bugo Yes, the merry-go-round that is the transfers. Kind of been very slow, hasn't it? It's It's been slow for the... I thought after a Ronaldo uh, transfer, pieces would start to slot into place. A couple of teams did get their, yeah. their work in early. Yeah. Now, just to reiterate, in case a lot of people don't know, because I kind of keep forgetting as well, the transfer deadline in England finishes... In exactly two weeks' time. Two I think weeks' it's the time, yes, yeah, the night. So and the rest of Europe can still buy till the end of the month. Which is a little bit of pressure yeah. on the English clubs yeah. to try and fend them off. Yes. Isn't like, it? So they have two weeks of buying left. And then three weeks of trying of to keep trying their players. what you have. So, yeah, it's a bit of a funny one. I'd say eventually they all... Talk, but listen, if everything moved a month, do you know the way it's the end of June when all the contracts finish and then it's to the end of August? Do it till the end of May. Most leagues are finished by then. I know, fair enough, you might get one or two things going into June, but listen, I'm sure they can work something out maybe mid-June to mid-August and everything ties in nicely and then the season starts and that's it done Yeah. Um, so we'll wait and see so it should be interesting I'm not sure I think it shouldn't be too bad most of the business will be done over the next two weeks obviously well it has to be in England but it'll be interesting but um, and yeah the Ronaldo stuff hasn't really kicked into gear yet I thought the movement the runners and riders would have started kicking into gear well I thought that would have triggered everything off 100% but it looks like Hazard would probably be the key for everything I would say yes because the rumour mill is starting to kick up a notch about Courtois to uh, Real Madrid and by all accounts he said I'm not going unless Hazard's coming with me so that'd be interesting that could be a nice double header I think I, there's I, also I, rumours of Cavani to Madrid now as well well Chelsea got Rob Green in didn't they but now apparently uh, Re- Pepe Reina could be on his way as well and he yeah. literally just signed yesterday for AC Milan on a free transfer and he could be going for 9 million oh did he yeah as a quick fix because Sarri is his ex-man and he could be going for a quick mm. fix a lot of it's rumours too so you, you, oh, you, don't, you don't be too sure So, but of course what I go is they want another number one and not put in Rob Green 38 year old Rob Green uh, starting for the first game of the season so yeah Pepe Reina could be coming in as a quick fix now 
It says here, Sky Sports Transfer Centre have Real Madrid are planning to offer Kaylor Navas a new contract. There you go. See? See, because Navas is a good keeper. And yeah. they're, they're, they're under no pressure to let him go. And they're no. under no pressure to actually get someone in because you don't win the Champions League with a crap keeper. No, no. And so, he's always been solid. Yeah, he's always been solid. Um, yeah, no, he hasn't really let him down. So he yeah. may not be the star that, you know... The, the, the so maybe that's why these Cavani rumours the are kicking up a notch because yeah. maybe Courtois is not happening. Hence, Hazard might be happening. Yeah. So, yeah, the rumours are that Cavani is being uh, courted by Real Madrid now as well at the minute. So it's a funny one. And then, of course, there was a great little rumour a day or two ago, but it's gone quiet now with, uh, obviously, Ronaldo going over to Italy. There was a great rumour of Inter Milan trying to come up with some kind of package for... Messi. The little man. Yeah. <laughs> so I heard, and I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah. You no, know, I couldn't believe it. Whatever about Ronaldo, great move by Juve. Nice and quick job done yeah once I heard the rumours like no if, he, if he's not gone see Ronaldo was unsettled for a while you could, over the last year and he dropped the unsettled. hint at the, the, the final yeah. of the Champions League now I thought that was a ploy to squeeze out a couple more pennies but obviously it wasn't it was he got more pennies well, off yeah. Juventus <laughs> and now feet are going to strike <laughs> now I'll, I'll quickly go on to Liverpool because I know that's your favourite subject alright <laughs> but it's a funny thing here Brian Reid in the Irish yeah. Daily Mirror did you read it today? no I just know the guy uh, Liverpool are much stronger and go deeper yeah. than for a long time and Klopp knows what that means and they have a picture of a, it says a bullish looking Roy Hodgson with his arms around new signings and he has the arms around Joe Cole Danny Wilson and Milan Jovanovic and what they're trying to do is make the comparison between those players and how big the club has yeah. moved on since to I mean have you got Fabiano uh, Naby Keita and now Alisson in, in, in goal who would have been the most coveted keeper pretty much around that's potentially available look it was interesting because like, a lot of people now it's pure banter as we, as we talked about last week about the, the comment he made I think it was a Pogba when he went to United yes oh uh, we're never getting into that and now they are I actually read a decent article on BBC the other, the other day they have a new kind of chief executive and apparently they click very well very much kind of think similar players and um, they're chalk and cheese in, the, in, in terms of attitude but business they're very he very much listens to the manager and helps him out as best as possible but he's kind of saying to him don't worry about the fees that's my problem yeah. you just tell me who tell you want and who you fancy you and we'll try our best and the thing is he's done this over I suppose just over a year maybe 15 yeah. 16 months where he's got quality players and they're looking for a spine and this is what it, this, the article was very interesting like every good team you're looking for a spine he says they haven't had a good spine since they had in the Pepe Reina Carragher Gerrard and Torres yeah, when they nearly won the league and look at the difference yeah. and so you can see it now and they said they have the keeper Alisson Van Dijk Van Dijk probably Fabinho Ke- Keita Fabinho Keita yeah. and then you have up front <laughs> the whole front three the front three really yeah. but I mean Firmino no, is right. actually qu- quite a good centre forward you know so no. They, they do look a hell of a lot stronger. Yeah, there's... A, it, I kind of believe... Like, a couple of years... For the last couple of years, I think it's... Some of the articles have been very much journalists trying to sound clever. Like, do you know the way you always throw in a little curveball? Oh, Man City, you're going to win. But I'll go with Liverpool just in case they're the surprise package. Yeah. And that's what it's been the last couple of years. Well, this year... Some of them are kind of saying it, but they have a bit of, do you know what, Liverpool have a bit of a tasty team this year and potentially a few players to back it up and not just what Liverpool have always been famous for over the last, say, 20, 25 years is a great 11. Well, not a great 11, but a good 11 that can cause problems. But um, just, just say it. No, I, 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 I don't. I'm it. very confident it's the Champions League, 100%. No, no. Just say it's your year. No, 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 no. 
No, he'd be found out. Ah, yes, a fraud, spoofer, uh, a bluffer like all the other managers. But no, it's it's tipping along nicely. And as I said, it's getting more and more aware and getting a bit more confident that. I think we're going to be in the mix, I think, a little bit this year. I don't know whether we're going to get right there, snapping at the heel to City, but I think top four, I'd be very, very like, put it this way, he'd be out of a job. And I think. Would you say Carius and Mignolet gone and yeah. our new Irish keeper? Yeah, he played the second half yesterday, and by all accounts, he didn't look out of place. And uh, full great name. to What's see. Full name? Quivian Kelleher. Quivian. From Cork. Quivian. Played with Ringman Rangers or Rovers. It's Rovers or Rangers. But, uh, and good mates with our, with our own, Colin Maston. Yes. Roommates. Roommates, yeah. So. Um, so, unfortunately, it's just shocking timing for his little uh, his injury. I, think he, I know Connor got a, an up, but geez, it'd be a great time at the moment with all the World Cup going on. He would have definitely got some game time. And you just hope that. Yeah, because and now the rumours of Vida yeah. in. Yeah. You know, you just hope that Vida the is opportunity the isn't going to be lost. The blondie ponytail uh, centre half for Croatia. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I don't know even who he's with. He's twenty eight, twenty nine, and he's twenty nine. Is he one of he's these? He's had a good World Cup. We were talking about flashing this. the pan signings, like yeah. you know, Carapaboris. Yeah, and was the, the, oh geez, the Senegalese Joe, Juve and Joe. So I say all the teams. You could go through all the teams in this yeah. bar from World Cups, and yeah. I say more haven't now been a success. If there's an issue with Van Dijk, there's a good partnership there with Lovren, potentially, you know. But then Matip is having a few more niggles and injuries and he might miss a few weeks now. So it's interesting to see. So it's just awful time for him to potentially get some game time. Yeah. You know, especially with the Champions League coming up, taking fast, League Cups, you know, you never know. But uh, it is what it is. But yeah, they beat uh, City last night 2-1. Salah came on and think scored after 40 seconds or something coming on. Um, and then United and Milan had a mad 9-8 penalty shootout I think there was 24 penalties or something now we were just talking about apparently like I think Gattuso went up to Mourinho and said are you right as in we'll take one each as well yeah yeah they were on the sideline he put his arm around and going come on me yeah, and you as well you know not great <laughs> <laughs> it's no good yeah Aberdeen and Burnley are playing tonight at the moment have it's, you got the latest yeah, score yeah it's one all so far Hibs are two all against uh, Asteras trip and I guess dot, <laughs> dot 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 after it's all uh, going I don't know where they're from but uh, Rangers are 1-0 and they are away and against our good old come on the town how are the town doing oh that's a good question they're not on this one hold on I have it hold on hold on but on the town oh hold on where is it Dundalk 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 I know are you on a British site how dare you I am and I'm way down and you are a disgrace they're not even there it's Dundalk nil, nil. AEK Larnaca nil and, the and then as I mentioned Sevilla, Sevilla are in this round that's and they're surprising isn't it yeah so it just goes to show you but Europe like everything else and that's certainly in England they're incredibly ignorant to the rest of Europe there's some half decent sides out there outside the, the stereotypical countries and uh, yeah tread carefully it's a, I was talking to Owen about this just mm. beforehand is it and he I'll tell you what he reckons but is it something that Burnley want to be in or is it one of those things where you want to be in but could cost you between me and you uh, I know we're, we're not too tied with Burnley and all but if I if there was a Burnley flan here and they start bitching about Europe I would be incredibly irate about it this is the whole reason why you want to finish as high as you can in the league is yeah, to get into these yeah, competitions and if you have an issue with it and if Sean Dyche as much as I love him start moaning about it and giving out about it I I know this is a stupid Eamon Dunphy rant here but I'd be like I want you out you know this is the whole point when we can win the FA Cup happy days it's Europe perfect relegation yep. do you know what I mean give me a trophy any day of the week you know they can live off that for, for years because they're not going to get another one for a long time no. coming and Burnley imagine group stage of Europe who cares who it is so how did it prevent 
it affecting their league performances how do they affect it? they've just got to get a bigger squad don't they yeah of course and it'll be interesting to see as we were talking about on the way in like w- will it make you a little bit sharper for the first game because you've had a couple of competitive games oh, I think you're a bit more tuned in ready to go for yeah, that first kick off and you're not having that slow start that's the positive way he should be looking at it and <clears throat> maybe not travelling around the world as much yeah you know, fair enough, it's only a trip up to Aberdeen and then take it easy, maybe come back now, there'll probably be no doubt a local friendly. But if he have if they have a money making one down in Europe somewhere at the weekend, I've no sympathy for them. You know, they should go back and prepare like a normal game and give them a week's getting into Europe and getting that extra money should still mean something. But it, it, at the same time, compared to the Premier League money, I, I'm sure it pales in comparison. Yeah. But there better be no complaints. They have to take it seriously. And in my opinion, against Aberdeen, they should be getting rid of them and who's, we'll see who they get after that. But yeah, if anyone starts moaning about it, that, that really, that, that really grants my experience. <laughs> yeah, that really winds me up. I nearly said something else there. Did you see the post we put up about the PFAI? Ah, madness. So just in case people don't know the FAI there's been problems with Limerick and Bray and this, yeah. is, go- and this is an ongoing thing over the last few years so the FAI decided who hadn't been in contact with F- uh, the PFAI the Players Association uh, on anything really mm. so news came through yesterday of uh, oh, 300,000 going to be put away for any clubs who get into financial difficulty so they could pay their players obviously there would be sanctions then if they needed to go to this money because it would be last resort but the FAI had this all worked out and it was put out there and everyone kind of thought right this is not a bad idea now this is, they're trying to protect the players and what have you get involved the, the players association <coughs> came out then and said listen well we the idea is great that we have not been informed of any or brought on into the table at all and the FAI have already said that the PFAI will pay half of this money 150,000 without talking to the Players Association and just yet again it's just typical FAI So do you reckon that's why they released the oh look at this good news story that we're doing in conjunction with Loud County 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 100% look at us getting involved 100% to trying to deflect and how much they actually have to do with that is probably thrown up in the air as well it's questionable as well so great for the club of Drada and and all that no doubt the newer facilities the better and listen you know yourself it is a knock on effect look at the Crow Park effect when it got done up even Talga Park back in the days in the mid 90s a lot of people start going and hopefully it'll be the same with the new daily mint when it gets done up and it'll be the same up there you know so good luck to me it'll start off as a 3000 seater but with the a bit like Rovers they can start opening up the rest and a nice tidy little 10,000 seater up in uh, up in Loud so hopefully it all works out well but yeah the FAI trying to take some credit on that today I noticed with uh, Loud County Council but I'd say it's more the County Council in conjunction with yeah. with the club and on the stadium St. Pat's yeah they have put a bit of a, a, a knockback the FAI must have been involved in that one as well, I'd say. Well, see, but you don't talk about that. Did they put these plans out? So the F- or St. Pat's put out plans for a site that's across the way from yeah. where they are. It's a ground where they t- thought they were going to build a stadium on top of a whole load of yeah. retail units mm. and it was going to kind of pay for itself and blah, blah, blah. But seemingly, they had no, no work. They had no say in this. And no. They went with something else. Didn't work with council. So this is kind of on their own back, probably trying to push mm. for it. And now I believe they're going to try and build homes there, if that's correct. Oh, as far as I know, yeah, it's the, the bit, that's what I could take from it. Yeah. So it's, it's nuts and it's the, the usual merry-go-round. Just when you, over the last couple of years, starting to see some good news stories and some of the ex-pro or ex-Premier League or top players coming back to earn a few quid and do their little bit or up-and-coming players who are going on to bigger and better things, you're thinking, are we slowly but surely turning? And now the 
it's just a bit of a mess the last couple of weeks unfortunately yeah you know, it's the usual Chris Smalling is in the news but not for any What's reason at all Mike Mike Smalling Mike Smalling yeah. <laughs> and he says World Cup snub made me ready to rumble Chris Smalling's not for the bench play. he's not going to play this year is he <laughs> there's not a chance like unless he improves 10 Phil Jones yes amounts it's just not gonna happen it's a it's it's, it's a funny one with him because i like on our little transfer merry-go-round here in the notes i put down whatever about mike smallin who is going to take joe hart no one yeah like as he said i'll go anywhere he pretty much said i won't turn down any league i presume he'll end up in i don't know even america take him but uh it'll be weird although japan is coming alive again with uh iniesta couple. and torres and couple but whoever I, else america seems to be the spot and i wouldn't be surprised if joe hart took that and bradley guy. roy phillips stole the show and wayne rooney last night with his 100 goal the oh, fastest man ever to 100 goals in mls no way. and uh defeated uh dc united so it's going to be interesting the uh, rebuild there for dc to keep uh rooney happy right what we're going to do is we're going to go to an ad and we will come back hold on oh one quick second yeah andre shirley yes good player decent 27 got the full got the full I'd say in that I think that's a tidy move for them it is I don't know how well he's been performing though no, no and obviously he wasn't in the World Cup squad and this no. that and the other but if they can somehow rekindle that and still only 27 I think it's a cracking move that's a great move yeah no for, for definitely for, for Fulham yeah he, he said he wanted to go there because of the interest straight away from them they mm. wanted him and the style of football that they play and seemingly yeah. it's, it's a very sort of pass because he was a hot property game. went to Chelsea yeah Obviously came up with another one. And then on the other side, if you've got Wolves mean in business again, was João Matinho. I'm not sure about that one. Because he's in the latter years. He didn't mm. make the Portuguese squad. Mm. I think he's in his 30s, isn't he? Yeah. The only thing that you might say, being and around some of his gang, will it bring him to life a little bit? Do you know the way you play with your buddies and you might be a bit more enthusiastic about it? It'd be interesting to see. Now, it's only 5 million. And obviously, George Mendes is behind all this, regardless of the gaffer. But it's, it's, it's mad, some of the style of play Rui Patricio is a good bloody keeper yeah you know it's going to be interesting to see where they finish and then uh, to finish off Malcolm now tell me about remember Malcolm. he was all set to go to Arsenal last year yeah tell me about Malcolm because um, I don't know too much about him. a winger kind of well, one of these winger forwards one of these like there is no such thing as a striker anymore he's one of the guys that took in or whatever um, with Bordeaux half decent reputation fits the mould of uh, Arsenal was all set to go there last year and some reason last minute or whatever the usual shenanigans it, 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 it passed the boat played the whole season then Roma uh, actually announced they agreed terms and were all set to go and literally less than 24 hours there he is kissing the, kissing the badge so of uh, Barcelona because I thought he had gone to Roma yeah. and there was posts up with yeah. this is the new Roma team and they're all young and yeah. had Malcolm smack bang in the middle and I went is there a they rang the agent. Malcolm? they rang the agent and uh, he didn't answer the calls because they were on a different they were, they were, the plane was en route but it wasn't en route to Roma it was on oh. and last I did, minute I seen a quote from the Roma president and he says the only <laughs> way we'll ever forgive Roma <laughs> is if they send Messi over <laughs> So I think that's going to happen. So. Yeah, good luck with so that. Let's, so they're guaranteed. Are they not to get them in Europe? Oh, we shall have a doubt. Well, listen, they've done a great job on them last year. Yeah. And then to finish off, Bayern have paid the most record fee for an MLS player, Alfonso Davis, for $13 million from the Vancouver Whitecaps. Owen Shanahan has just corrected me. Mutinio played in the World Cup. Well, in your face, Royston. If I can't remember him, he was shite. <laughs> We're going to an ad Did break. he play or was Local programmes, local presenters, local news. Tune to Lucky Sound 96.4 FM. Just a quick video. Um, 
I keep hearing Wilder saying if he don't fight Joshua he'll fight Fury or and Joshua saying if he doesn't fight Wilder he'll fight Fury. You know what you can go and do? Suck my balls you pair of bums. Think I'm a doss for somebody dear. Do you live your own life, fight your own people and crack on. I'll fight you when I'm ready, not on your time, on my time. You're a pair of bums and I'm the lineal champion. Always remember that. Dossers, what you are. See in a bit, fight each other and stop being a pair of shithouses and that'll decipher who gets the right to challenge the lineal heavyweight champion, being me. Remember that, bums. Peace out now, have a good training camp and grow a set of nuts. Thank you very much and good evening. <laughs> Thank you, that's our resident boxing expert Tyson Fury While on the treadmill, that's how much he's in the groove right now everyone Be afraid, be very afraid uh, See, he's brilliant though, isn't he? At building it up, he's starting to build it up he, yep. You know, everyone's looking at the other fight And they're saying, well, I'd like to see Tyson Fury fight yep. him You know, because he's, he's throwing it out He's on there. the undercard in Windsor Park at the end of August on the Frampton card um, another kind of a tune-up fight and I think he's trying to get him out again before Christmas do you know what it, listen it, these are pure kind of as I said tune-up fights to get him fit and ready for taking on one of them in the new year obviously um, because uh, Joshua's signed up now that's been confirmed into Wembley Stadium against Alexander Povetkin in September good solid fighter but I think uh, yeah it's a bridge too far I think against Joshua like he's small now, don't get me wrong he's durable but uh you expect that to happen very disappointing that the Joshua Wilder thing never got going but it's great that it, it, listen as we've said many a time on the show it's all about the heavyweights it was always well, always well, about the heavyweights who's that talking to me hello that's my fault <laughs> so anyway continue how dare you but uh, look boxing comes alive when the uh, when the heavyweights are in town and, 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 th- and thankfully there is a few now because Jesus was dead for a long time you know now speaking of which just to have one last final rant about it if anyone cares I'm not paying 25 quid for it but Dillian White against Josh Parker or Joe Parker is on on Saturday night Joe Parker's a good solid fighter out of New Zealand he's a lot to prove though now hasn't he yeah it's very much I think the fight means a lot to them as in whoever wins will have another crack at somebody I think it's a bit on the cheeky side of, of Eddie Hearn to try and squeeze 25 quid out people Yeah, I don't think he's I think they're going to suffer on this one well they've tried to build it up because I've looked at a little bit of it and Parker is trying to build it up that right I had my first go at Joshua but now I've learned a lot I'm building up to this and he wa- and he's trying to build up again like yeah. he wants to prove that he hmm. he learned it's a great a move for Dillian White because obviously he's on. been already been there against Joshua yeah. a bit like him and but he kind of that was more of a, a rivalry from from years ago, and that's what got the got got it more so than is he good enough now? He's been building himself up nicely, so now this is this is going to prove is he of that level if he beats Joe Parker or Josh Joe Joe Parker, um, and obviously Parker needs to do it to kind of stay relevant. So it's an interesting fight, but for twenty five quid, I I think it's one too far now. In fairness, they're, they're kind of taking the urine with all this sort of pay-per-view stuff with boxing when the fights aren't all that interesting no and yeah. even Joshua against Pavek like I think even the hair needs to cop on and say I, I, look I don't know like do, maybe they only need a certain amount of boys to really make some solid yeah, money yeah, yeah. there's obviously a reason why they do it like so they don't need that many but nowadays as we all know if you really want to watch that fight you can watch that fight that's all I'm saying Joshua Wilder here if all goes well we're back here on April the 13th yes. Give us your sense on how likely it is that Wilder sits on the opposite stool. Uh, 100%. Yeah, 100%. 
Why are you so confident? Because I think like I've learned from last year to now, the negotiation with Wilder take long. So what we've done is given it from now to April and said, Wilder, this is the opportunity. We've booked it out. Let's start working towards that plan today. So we've got a very long time to make it happen. And I don't see why it shouldn't. Are you ready to concede some ground? What do you mean concede some ground? In terms of negotiations, whatever that stipulation um, might be. Yeah, you know, he can have a flamethrower if he wants. He can have, he can have an extra member of uh, his entourage walk with him. <laughs> Look, we've been here now twice. We've been Cardiff twice. So like, we're not new to it. Wilder should get involved in this because it's good for his profile. If he believes he can beat me, he's got an opportunity to prove it. It's a worldwide event. This isn't just for UK. This is a worldwide event. So why wouldn't he want to be involved? So basically what he's saying is he won't fight outside of England. Yeah, it's a bit of a funny one because they all say the money's the money's in America like it always is and you get out there and you hit the big time and hit the network channels and the pay per view out there, it's even more money. And to be honest, I'm surprised even just for himself, just to go, Hey America, don't like even just once or twice, like it's a bit of a funny one how strong he is sitting back on now or we're sticking out here. Don't get me wrong. It's the only place you're going to sell out Wembley Stadium. And for, uh, like you'll definitely get 90,000 sold out in Wembley compared to... You'll sell out Vegas. There's no two ways about it. Would they sell out Stadium America? I'm not so sure. But it's a bit of a funny one that he's... I would have thought even Eddie Hearn would be like, let's go to the States. And, yeah. But maybe... But there's, they've obviously made money off the Klitschko one. 100%. And a lot of pay-per-views, I'd say. The seats, yeah. what was it, 80,000? So yeah, and it's this as big as you can bigger. get this side. Yeah, and they, as just to reiterate what he was saying there, you've booked it. They've booked... Well, basically, they've April, whatever date he said for Wembley Stadium. They've booked it, I think, two more further dates after the Bevekin fight. So he's obviously potentially got... As I'm going to say, potentially Dupavekin, probably Wilder, and then Fury a year later, fitter, and to finish off the trilogy at Wembley or whatever. Yeah, well, they're, they're fights you want to see, though. Oh, yeah. Now, listen, of course, they do. Now, to be honest, it works out better because they're at 10 or 11 o'clock instead of 4 or 5 in the morning, you're trying to fight, being awake. So that's the one good thing about it. But it's in. They're obviously making more money. And it, listen, it's the comfort of your own home. He wants to win, in fairness. Yeah. Maybe that's what it is. Stick to what he knows, stick to all his right training camps, stick to the same places, and yeah, good luck to him. Now tell me, who is Neil Patrick Harris? Neil Patrick Harris, uh, very well-known kind of Broadway actor slash... Remember the show How I Met Your Mother? I don't know if I do that. No. What can you that? see him there on the screen? I can yours? see him, but... Do you know what he looks like? No. Or I know what he looks like, but I don't know if that's anyway, what he looks like. Anyway, we have to paint a picture because he was at the Man City United... Man City. Man City United game. Man City-Liverpool game last night. Yeah. And what looks like a nephew, a son, God knows who. He's there with a kid and he's in a, a lovely, big, shiny new Man City jersey. And it's his first ever game. And it's a Man City game. In a Man City jersey. In a Man City game. In a Man City jersey. I have to say it a few times. This is Neil Patrick Harris. MetLife Stadium for our first football slash soccer game. MetLife Stadium. Go Manchester United. Yeah, go oh, Manchester Jesus. United. <laughs> Good man, Neil Patrick Harris, man. Well, there, Neil, you've just... United of Manchester. My yeah. first football slash soccer match. I'm going to have to Google him. I don't know who he is, but... Uh, yeah, you made a ball, did I? Yeah, so I'm, I'm sp- like, I can only imagine how, how the old trolls got on with him over the last <laughs> 24 hours. Uh, Tour de France, have you been watching any of it? Tour- Jesus, Tour de France, have we not? Uh, Dan Martin is now currently ninth. Ireland's Dan Martin He's is ninth. Well. He's, He's had done some very, really very good well. yeah. stages. Um, by all accounts, it's been very tough this year. Just to mention, uh, before, we, before I'm going to get to the old farmers' protests from, I think it was Tuesday... 
Yeah. No, yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday night. Tuesday, yeah. They, they, they blocked the road with bales of hay. Yeah. And this, that, and the other. And of course, they had to try and disperse them and they and used tractors. pepper spray and all that crack. But then there was a lot of it still in the air. So it's the other boys got yeah, stung because I listened to Garen Thomas's. Uh, he said, ah, it wasn't too bad. He said, I'll be honest, I did feel a tiny sting in the eyes as we went well, I'm through. I'm sure some got more than others. 100%. You know, so. But um, Chris Froome got into a spot of butter yesterday. Did you see the video? What happened? The stage was finished. And then, obviously, where it was, it was obviously in the mountain. So I presume the buses and the team buses or whatever probably couldn't set up their base right at the very top. So they were a bit further down the mountain. And he was coming down with a bodyguard, so to speak. And one of the gendarmes, one of the police stopped him. But kind of, it was fairly done. They just stuck the hand out. Yeah. And kind of, he nearly went flying. He could have injured and taken out of the tour. And he got up and I was like, F you. And then eventually he copped on. Oh, the policeman thought I was just a punter. And coming down far too fast, and he, he kind of calmed down. And the policeman kind of realised a couple of people are going to, yeah, and Chris Brown, yeah. And it was really like, oh, already gone, and they all moved on. But it looked quite dramatic for that few seconds, and eventually it just died down. But he's played it down today, so that ah, no big deal. So the conspiracy theory is is that the cycling association wanted them taken out; they didn't want them to win. Ooh, what do you juicy. think of that? Listen. I I was going to bring it up about it's convenient that Thomas is leading and Froome is not doing too much. I wouldn't be surprised. Listen, with four, three left now, yeah. isn't it? I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, let's get out of here live. Let's leave him where he is and you have to play a team player. Because if you win this again, they're never going to leave you alone. Uh, you know, you're so sceptical of the, of, the, of the game that is cycling nowadays that I wouldn't be surprised if he's like, do you know what? I've won it enough. I've won the Giro. Do I really want to win this? Yeah, but could you, if you, that if that's the case, that's a, a cheater's no, look, no, isn't it? Yeah, of course. If you're someone who's not cheating and really wants to win mm. it, you wouldn't do that. Well, it's well known, and if you watch the documentary that Sky did when they followed Wiggins, it was well known. He was gonna, he wanted to blitz him when uh, in one of the stages Wiggins was gone he was dead on his feet and Froome wanted to go and there would have been no yellow jersey for Bradley Wiggins that year only for they got into his ear on the radio and said go back and bring and, and bring him back into the race and he finished off the stage with him and dragged him up the, the mountain stage yeah. he was ready to go he left and he, he was told no in certain terms slow down and bring him with you um, so obviously it, that's the way it is now with Thomas I don't know I'm just a bit shady about it all it's too far off now anyhow for Froome to do that yeah. with three stages so it's, to go it's so all set Thomas, for Thomas it's all set for him yeah, too, so, uh, too. Well, barring a catastrophe barring a, 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 yeah. a rogue sheep yeah they pretty there. much said like that's it now they're into the kind of formality stages now over the next two or three days I think there's like a, a quick time trial on Saturday or tomorrow and if that's all as long as that goes without any drama, it's it's a fairly much a cakewalk into the Champs Elysees. Now, seems we're a, a real GAA uh, <laughs> <laughs> show now. Uh, Tyrone manager <laughs> Mickey Hart <laughs> has said that he had nothing to do with the decision to narrow Healy Park in Oma before the game against oh, Dublin. Couldn't care less. The Ulster side were defeated one fourteen to fourteen points in the Super Eights clash with Dublin. But following the game, Hart claimed the decision to narrow the pitch by six meters was actually made by Sky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's blame Sky because everyone will believe that. How dare Sky get into the? Yeah, there's it's no it dead way. Right. There's not hope in hell if you're a manager and Sky said, "Listen, you need to narrow your pitch." If he and wanted it's that pitch the way he wanted, he'd do it. That's oh, my opinion of it all. Chance. And say Sky is easy because everyone will believe it. Like the, the, the how dare they get involved and try and bring it to the masses outside of this country? But anyway, regardless, anyone who watched that wouldn't from outside this from of this country wouldn't watch it. It was terrible. It was a bad game to watch. Here's, Sideways and backwards. Here's a quote. He's been shit for years. <laughs> 
He last won a tackle in the 2014 World Cup. Now he and his shitty performances hide beyond this. Is that another Dunphy quote? No. Oh. It is Bayern Munich president Uli Hoeneß ah, who launched an astonishing total. attack on... Yes. So, what do, you ma- what do you make of the whole thing? Listen. T- before he retired, it was, a, it, was a f- it was a silly picture to get into. Um, I think. With him and Gundogan and Tossin. Personally, you're, you're asking for people to get involved. Um, I know if you want to do what you want to do you could be just meeting a head of state and I understand that I get all that but you're asking for it but he's really stoked the fire now and I hope he's telling the truth because he's setting himself up because he's really gone at them and he's gone to the top of the German FA and really got stuck in now don't get me wrong I'm sure there's a lot of people like you or me or people on the street who will class him as an immigrant now but obviously a German in 2014 because that's a real kind of that level type of there will be people out there to think that way but does does the, the guy at the very top think that way it'd be very interesting yeah. now you could easily say yes at the end of the day there's a great documentary on I think it's Netflix where it follows the uh, the French football for 20 years and it kind of mirrors life in France so it's very much like all unity and liberty back in 1998 we were all one and of course they won and then they started to struggle and I was starting to the diversity side of things wasn't as oh, we need more French people and more native French and and this is and it happened and it, it's, it's, it's on the documentary and it's there you can hear the, vi- the audio of Laurent Blanc there with the heads of the thing going we need a quota there was a, a clip from Africa mm. on a sports show or chat show or oh, radio Trevor Noah. show was it that was who it was Trevor Noah South African uh, uh, stand up comedian in America that's right congratulating France Congratulating Africa, Africa on winning the World, World Cup. Cup, and yeah, that did it not didn't go, go well. well at all. No, and in fairness to some of the players, they wrote down every. I think it was a tweet. They wrote down every single player's name with the French flag right beside it to show the unity. Yeah, <laughs> like was it not just a joke? Uh, listen, it's a bit tongue in cheek, and if you listen to some of it, it's very much like listen. He like obviously he's pandering to the American audience. Like yeah. it's great over here the way they celebrate St Patrick's Day for the Irish Americans and they celebrate Cinco de Mayo for the Mexican Americans, and the same thing about the African like we're African American. They don't ignore the fact that your heritage is from somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's what he's getting at. The France don't forget because apparently they're banning the word race and racism from French culture. Right. So they're trying to go. Listen, no, let's. Yeah, you might be born in France, but you're. F- heritage is from further afield yeah and he's kind of I think that's why he kind of took a, an exception to a goal so if Tony, if Tony, Gre- celebrate if Tony the Grealish fact that scores the winner in the 2022 Jack Grealish Ireland win the World Cup did they <laughs> or Jack Grealish what did I say Tony Grealish I oh, know we're going back a few years no, Tony no, Grealish no no, no he's still it's the same thing isn't it wavy haired <laughs> socks down like his socks tucked into his shin pads pull up your socks yeah. boy yeah he, he, he's a cod he's a cod Aberdeen won Burnley won Dundalk Ooh. nil Larnaca nil which is good in a way because there's no away goals there so if they get one over in Larnaca boom great oh, 100% uh, Tracy Neville oh, Gary and Phil slated Gareth Southgate didn't you in fairness 5 million quid yeah. a year and here's our quote he didn't even beat the elite yeah she's got a point I don't care what anyone says she's got a point she has a point but Better work is due to him getting the lads in the right frame of mind and positive and gathering up the bandwagon but yeah they slipped away nicely into that semi-finals without truly being tested in True. my opinion but is it not because of the unity the togetherness yeah. and the good feel that yeah. the whole country got yeah. look 
I mean, who, I, let's put it this way. I wouldn't argue that. If Tracy Neville was offered five million a year, she'd, she'd snap, snap it straight yeah. away. Wouldn't. So it's a bit of bitterness. Look, maybe. it's it, potentially. It, look, I think it's the going rate. I think most of the managers would have been on around that. It's a hell of a lot of money, and good luck to him. But yeah, yeah. Look, she's just trying to be clever. Sparking a debate. That's Sparking what I thought. Although, again, it could have been said. A lot of stuff is out of context. She could have turned around. Five million? He didn't even be any of the big teams. Uh, and it could have been just And the fact that she's Tracy Neville of the Nevilles. Of Neville Neville. Neville Neville. Sir Alex Ferguson. Or, or should I say Alex Ferguson? So Alex Ferguson, the whole yes. Uh, quick video message today through the Man United Twitter page and other social medias to thank uh, uh, the hospital staff and everyone else for all the kind messages over the last couple of months so it's good to see him back in his feet he's hoping to be in Old Trafford as soon as he can and he looked quite fresh he looked quite quite oh, well did yeah he looked, um, he considering well. like he said if it wasn't for them he wouldn't be around that's how serious it was so let's hope and it was good to see and uh, yeah but see him how whiskey now is giving out and Old Trafford sound enough you going to play maybe no oh thought you going to play I was like no, no. Um, and then just to hack back the open on Sunday what, was, how, what did you make of the drama? Well, it was unbelievable. Great yeah, drama. There was about 20 players. You weren't sure who was There was an hour of ahead. everyone didn't want to win it. And yes. it was like, what the hell? He's gone. Oh, Rose is back in. Holy crap. McElroy's back in. Oh, no. Tiger's going to do it. Stop everything. Tiger's going to do it. Everyone's falling apart. And then he buckled as well. And Molinari was doing nothing. Plodding along, par, par, par. And I was only on the 12th hole when he said, it's the 12th in a row. I said to myself, do you know what? He's probably going to win. And he's going to do nothing other than par all the way. Now, credit where credit's due. A couple of great shots. And especially the one in the 18th where he stuck it in about six or seven feet. Um, great. And then the first major win for the Italians. He just had the steady round that everyone Super. else needed. And he was a tiger. And there would have been a huge clamour around the, around the course. Everyone's whispering, gee, tiger's top, tiger's top. And... Like half of me was thinking I was talking to I was texting Tony who was mad into the golf as well going is it the Tiger effect being on the front page making a few jitters again because yeah. that always happened sometimes Tiger wasn't even brilliant but just once he got a birdie or he hit that leaderboard a lot of fellas crumbled I was thinking is this is what happening and Molinari Jesus zoned out straight as a die all the way 16 pairs two birdies job done super the fact that there was no panicking that he just played Incredible. his game and I think I'm not 100% sure, but I don't think he, he felt probably that he was going to win it. Where Fleetwood... Probably until the last. Yeah, there's a few of the others who said, right, I'm in here, I'm mm. in here, and then just buckled a little bit. You know? Yeah, he could have just easily just zoned out and just went, and then maybe looked up. Maybe he has that gift. Some players just look up with about two holes to go. Where, where am I? Oh, I'm in it. His, Grant. Per- his performance is in the, in the previous... He's been in great form. Yeah. Like, so it's not, I a, think he it's had not one of these fluky wins. He, out of the last six tournaments, he had a, a three wins... Uh, two seconds I think definitely two top tens mm. and one tie tw- 25th which was in the Open the mm. US Open so he was on he was oh, flying, flying. absolutely flying and obviously so now I presume sometimes it just shapes up for you rubber stamped for the Ryder Cup I presume that's oh, yeah. it that's it it's a done deal oh, yeah. um, and then just to probably finish up from my end uh, well, Conor McGregor five days community service yeah. in the US of A and some anger management classes well do you know what they should do <laughs> They should give that anger management and uh, all that to his dad. I, I was going to say, and they oh should give a freebie God. to uh, Dublin Area Rapid Transport, <laughs> or I think that's what it is. Uh, look at this crappy little ticket. <laughs> coinage. Give me this coinage. Coinage. <laughs> Wait, and he's talking about Hugh. Tell me, tell me this and tell me no more, because oh. people are still debating. Was he being serious? I 
I think he was in the end. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I. I've I didn't at the start, and no one has said that since. No. And that's why I was like, ah, he's probably only messing here. Does he really talk like that? Custom-made, hand-fitted Hugo Boss suit. The apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. <laughs> okay, listen. It's all about the coinage. Thanks very much. We will talk to you next week.